Jimmy Allen's Air Adventures. The sinister finger of suspicion is pointed at Jimmy Allen when a passenger by the name of Quackenbush is found murdered in an airplane which Jimmy is flying. Knowing that his great pal is innocent, Speed Robertson comes to his aid and the two pilots make a flying trip to Boston looking for a man by the name of Ezra Whitcomb who they believe can clear up the mystery. Unsuccessful in their efforts to uncover any valuable evidence, the two boys are ordered back to Cleveland for the official inquest. We now find Speed Robertson discussing the matter with Mr. Haley, government operative assigned to the case. They are talking in a small anteroom adjoining the court, where in a few minutes the inquest will begin. We've got to have more time, Haley. While we didn't uncover any evidence that will help Jimmy out today, we do know that there is more to this case than appears on the surface. Maybe you're right, Robertson. But this inquest will deal in facts only. Your opinions and theories won't be worth a nickel. Oh, I appreciate that. But these men I told you about were involved in this case. They knew Quackenbush. They know why he was killed and who did it. You haven't one shred of evidence that will stand up in a courtroom. Well, possibly not at the moment. But that's why I'm asking for more time. We've got to hunt these men down. And when we do that, the mystery will be solved. You can't delay an inquest of this kind without a very good reason. Now, what do you have on the scale of all black feet? What do you have when you sum it all up? Black Pete was looking for Whitcomb. When he found we were also looking for Whitcomb, he threatened us and then beat us. Whitcomb may have nothing to do with us. But he has, I tell you. A conversation we overheard between Black Pete and the skipper of that vessel proved definitely that they're all involved. All right. I have a report in my pocket from the Harbor Police of Boston and the Port Authority. Did they find Black Pete? <laughs> Did they find him? <laughs> they couldn't even find anyone who ever heard of him. What do you mean by that? They went aboard the Golden Star, talked to the captain, and checked his papers. Did they search the boat? Certainly. The vessel's papers were in order. He's sailing in ballast for Kingston, Jamaica, to pick up a load of sugar. Well, what did the captain say about Black Pete? Denied knowing him. Said he'd never heard of it. Oh, that's a lie. He sat right in his own cabin with Black Pete and talked about Whitcomb getting away. And Quackenbush being murdered. I know, Robertson, but you have no proof of that. No proof of that conversation which can be submitted in court. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Haley, I haven't. Did the Coast Guard find any trace of the pilot called Digger? They've searched the shore of Long Island and have run across no trace of him. Well, confound the luck. Everything went against us. Haley, we've got to find Whitcomb. He's the man who knows the whole story. He's the man who can clear up this case. Yes, I'll agree with you there. Which comes in on it somehow or other. But the whole trouble is, we can't find him. We can't find anyone who ever heard of him. He's just the name. We don't even know what he looks like outside of the description the landlady gave us. 
Has your bureau checked carefully with the seaport where he might hang out? All our division officers have been notified and are on the lookout. But up to the present moment, they haven't dug up a thing about him. Well, what do you think Whitcomb's connection with the case is? I can't tell from the meager information we have so far. Now, here's the whole story, Robertson. We have very little information on Krakenbush. He's a man without family, relatives, or business. But apparently a man of means. All right. We find among his belongings Whitcomb's name and address written on a piece of paper. We've established the fact that the writing is Quackenbush's. Okay. What next? We know that Whitcomb is an old sailor. That another sailor by the name of Blackfeet is looking for him. And that there is some connection between Blackfeet and the captain of a vessel called the Golden Star. Right. Oh, there's no question about that. Now then, we also know that an airplane pilot called the digger takes off in an amphibian. Flies to a cove in Long Island expecting to find Whitcomb. The airplane has sunk in 150 feet of water. And up to now, we don't even know in whose name it was registered. Yeah, that's some more tough luck on our part. Call it tough luck or anything you want, but we still don't have any evidence. Well, go on with your story. Now, we come to the only bit of evidence you uncovered in your whole trip. You found a slip of paper in the hunting shack addressed to Quackenbush. It appears from the examination I made of it that someone started to write a letter to Quackenbush and then tore it up and threw it on the floor. I believe that letter was written by Whitcomb. Possibly so. We can fill in with our imagination the words which were destroyed when the letter was thrown up. And it would indicate that Whitcomb expected to meet Quackenbush in Boston. And the reason for this meeting was a large sum of money. Now you're talking sense. Yes, but Robinson, you don't have the proof. We think the letter was written by Whitcomb. But we don't know. And even if it was written by him, what does it prove? It might prove that, well, that Whitcomb murdered Quackenbush. Oh, nonsense. That's not proof. That's just a far-fetched theory. Now, listen to me, Robertson. I know your line of reasoning. You're trying to defend your friend Jimmy Allen, and I don't blame you. He's a nice, clean-cut kid. And I'll admit that deep down in my heart, I don't think he did the job. But man alive, we're dealing with facts. And when we go into that inquest, we've got to present facts. Yes, but don't you see... Now, look here, Robertson. We don't have any more time to argue. You're holding up the inquest for us. Come on, come on. We'll have to go in there. Oh, all right. But for goodness sake, Harry, give the kid a break. He's innocent. It's only a matter of time before we run down the guilty part. Robertson, I'm just going to tell you one thing before we go inside. Jimmy Allen's in a tough spot. And if you can think of any way to get him off it, you better start thinking right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I know it. All right, then. Come ahead. Gentlemen, in accordance with the laws of the state, we have convened this court to determine, if possible, the reason and cause of the death of one A.J. Quackenbush, a resident of the city of New York. I should like to have Mr. Haley of the Bureau of Investigation present his evidence. Yes, sir. The deceased Mr. Quackenbush boarded an airplane of Kansas City for the purpose of making a flight to Boston. The airplane was especially charged for this trip because of the insistent demand of the deceased that he reached Boston by a certain time. Is the gentleman here who arranged that flight? Yes, sir, he is. Mr. Robertson of National Airways. Uh, continue with the evidence. The pilot of the plane was Jimmy Allen. 
We landed at the airport in the city for the purpose of refueling the plane before continuing on to Boston. When mechanics opened the door of the cabin, Mr. Quackenbush was found dead. Shot through the head. Were there any indications of suicide, Mr. Haley? None at all, sir. The medical evidence, which already has been submitted, proves conclusively that the deceased could not have committed suicide. Was there anyone else in the airplane besides the pilot? Jimmy Allen was the only other person in the plane. Has any other evidence come to light since this unfortunate death, which would tend to incriminate anyone or supply a motive for the crime? No, sir. I would say no such evidence has been uncovered to date. It appears, then, that Jimmy Allen was the only person aboard the plane and the last man to see Quackenbush alive. Yes, that's correct. I should like to call upon... Pardon me, sir. I know nothing about the formalities in the matter at this time, but I'd like to say a few words. You mean you want to qualify as a witness? I'll qualify this gentleman, sir. He's Pete Robertson, Chief of Operations of National Airways, and a man known to all of you by reputation. Mr. Robertson is one of America's greatest airplane pilots. Very well, Roy. Proceed, Mr. Robertson. Gentlemen, I arranged for the fatal flight upon which Mr. Quackenbush set out, and it was quite by accident that Jimmy Allen happened to be the pilot who was assigned to the job of flying. It just as easily could have been one of a hundred other pilots we have in our organization. Well, just what do you mean by that, Mr. Robertson? Simply this. Jimmy Allen was due to take out our regular transport east. It was on the field when Quackenbush signified his desire of chartering a special plane. Feeling that he was extremely anxious to reach Boston, I asked Jimmy to fly the ship, because I knew that if any pilot could get him there on time, he was the one. I see what you mean. I'm the first one to admit that circumstantial evidence makes it appear bad for this boy. But, gentlemen, I've known this kid a long time. I've watched him grow up in aviation. I've watched him in his conduct with his fellow men. And I've never known anyone who was more genuine, more honest, or one with higher principles. He hates a liar, a thief, or a crook as much as I do. He's a fighter, yes. But he fights for what he thinks is right. And, gentlemen, he knows the difference between right and wrong. His record and reputation can be subjected to the most rigid scrutiny. Gentlemen, my company has pledged itself to find out who killed Quackenbush. But I want to tell you right now that Jimmy Allen did not do it. And doesn't have the slightest idea who did. That's all I have to say. That was wonderful. Gentlemen, there has not been enough evidence submitted for me to return anything but an open verdict. What Speed Robertson has said about Jimmy Allen's record, I know to be a fact. No motive has been established for this crime, and therefore it is my verdict that Mr. Quackenbush was killed by a bullet fired by a person or persons unknown. And I wish to add... Just a minute, Mr. Coroner. I'd like to say a few words. Quiet, please. Quiet, everyone. Now then, do you have some evidence you wish to present at this inquest? I'll say I have. I got plenty of evidence. What guns, Jim? Where have we heard that voice before? Gosh, Quiet. Quiet, please. I got plenty of evidence. You say you ain't got motive for the crime? Well, I'll give you the motive. I know who done this job and why. Quackenbush was my friend. And he was robbed. Robbed and murdered by Jimmy Allen. Who is the man making this astounding statement? What evidence will he submit to implicate Jimmy? Don't fail to be with us in Jimmy Allen's next air adventure.
program has come to you through the facilities of the world broadcasting system.